Welcome. Mauya. Karibu sana. Mwaiseni. Hello. I am Shami Nyajeka and thank you for taking time to join me for yet another episode on the Calabash of Service. That show that talks about all things service from an African perspective. By now, the avid followers of this show probably appreciate the fact that I am a strong advocate of Wunu or Ubuntu, which is an African ideology. As one of Africa's prominent icons, Archbishop Desmond Tutu once said, Ubuntu is Africa's greatest gift to the world. In a fast-paced world that has been overtaken by rapid technological advancements and a highly mobile and dynamic society, I often get the question, is Ubuntu still relevant and even worth considering in today's society? Is it even possible to keep holding on to its values? And if so, for how much longer? More importantly, how could it possibly be of any value to the modern African business? Well, in today's episode, which by the way is the last in this series where I have been specifically looking at African entrepreneurs, I will give you my thoughts on these deep and important questions. Stay tuned to find out how going back to the basics of Hunu Ubuntu could benefit your hustle. Welcome back. In today's show, we are looking at the relevance of Ubuntu in modern African businesses. Before we go to that, though, I would like to just refresh your minds on what Ubuntu is all about. Ubuntu Ohunu is an African philosophy and it originates from the indigenous Bantu-speaking people of Southern Africa. Today, the Bantu-speaking people are found in Central and Southern Africa, as well as the Great Lakes region. So Ubuntu is probably the most popular term for this particular African ideology. It is also known by various terms across the indigenous tribes of Sub-Saharan Africa, for instance, the Shona-speaking people of Zimbabwe call it Hunu. In Botswana, it is known as Boto, Gimuntu in Angola, Umuntu in Malawi, and so forth. In their rich cultural diversity, the custodians of Ubuntu are bound by the same core values of Hunu. 
When it comes to actually defining this African ideology, Ubuntu cannot be adequately defined in the English language or any other language that is foreign to the region. Of course, several attempts have been made to define Ubuntu, yet probably the closest one views Ubuntu as humaneness. However, even that does not quite nail it. At best, Ubuntu can be understood by identifying its attributes, which include interdependence, compassion, humanity, respect, collectivism, solidarity, hospitality, and dignity, among others. Over the decades, various scholars have explored the Ubuntu philosophy. It has been adopted in different fields such as education, business, management, politics, and the social sciences. So to answer the big question, is Ubuntu still relevant in today's business world? More than ever before, it is still relevant. In fact, going back to the basics of our Wunu or Ubuntu could well be the beginning of solving some of the problems we face today, not only in business, but as humanity. As an ideology, Ubuntu equips us with important values, values which, if we uphold, could not only improve the way we interact with each other as a society, but for the small business owner, the hustler, the blue chip company, and of course, the civil service, the government, this could revolutionize the delivery of services. Compassion, empathy, solidarity, selflessness, hospitality, among other attributes of Ubuntu, which have somehow lost luster in today's world, are very key aspects of service. Yet these very same principles, when embraced and taken to the workplace or implemented in business, help to enrich the service experience, creating a unique competitive advantage. Now, in today's world, where aggressive competition and the need for survival seem to have overtaken all other motives, many can easily get tempted to discard these important virtues. In the past episodes over the first two seasons of this podcast, I have explained how today's businesses can implement the values of Ubuntu for attaining service excellence. We have discussed at length, with practical examples of course, how indeed Ubuntu is still very much relevant in today's world. To hear more about these, you can simply listen to this podcast via your favorite podcast platforms. Ubuntu, like any other ideology, also has its criticisms. For example, the 
hospitable nature and spirit of collectivism has often been blamed for facilitating the takeover of Africa's vast natural resources by colonial powers centuries ago. Indeed, some of its principles have been argued to be non-compatible with the modern way of thinking and globalization. Yet I still firmly believe that this centuries-old ideology has a lot to offer, and its benefits certainly outweigh its criticisms. So, don't go away. Stay tuned for the final segment of today's show. When all has been said and done, our Ubuntu is probably the most treasured inheritance for us, the citizens of Africa. We need to guard it jealously, embrace it, and ensure that we pass its values down to the future generations. It defines us as a people and is an emblem of African pride. Let's uphold the good values of Ubuntu, compassion, empathy, interdependence, hospitality, respect, community, solidarity, and its other values. But above all, let us remember that we are only who we are because of others. My challenge to you today, as we end season two on the Calabash of Service, is that you embrace your Hunu, Ubuntu, in all aspects of life, not only in your homes. Carry it with you to work, carry it with you to your hustle, carry it. Carry it with you to your business and let us be proud of who we are as Africans. And of course, you will find that it will become an important source of competitive advantage. Until we meet next time, take care and remember to harness Ubuntu for service excellence. Goodbye.